Anderson escapes to the right wall, rink wide for Hutton. To the middle, one-time shot, score! The fire from Theodore at high, set up by Hutton. There was traffic in front, everybody looking around to see, did somebody tip it, or did it go in clean? Whacking that thing around. Stevenson's got the puck right now, centering, rifles it up for Pacioretty, cuts in, in front, he scores! Seven games in a row, Max Pacioretty has scored a goal. This one gives Vegas a 2-0 lead. Pacioretty, red hot. Got a good old-fashioned ass kicking tonight. Eight seconds, Petrangelo winds, passes to the right side, Marcheseau. Looks over the options with three, with two, he centers, it's tipped on goal, and it's in the goal! Will it count? The clock is at triple zero, the Knights are celebrating, the officials are talking about it, they'll check the replay to be sure. Bishy, Bishy. Stone, a tap back, patch ready to the middle, he shoots, and he scores! It once again trickled through the goaltender. Swayman arguing with the referee, says that there was interference. Pacioretty appears to have his second goal of the day, and Vegas has a 4-0 lead five minutes into the second. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Darren Millard is in today for Ed Graney as Ed continues his week-long vacation from the show. Sabbatical. He's, he's still presumably working at the owners' meeting in Dallas. Uh, but Darren Millard's been nice enough to fill in today. So I've got a question for you, hockey guy. Let's go. How do you feel when I say things like hockey is dumb? Uh, well, there's always a method to your madness, so I'm just curious what that method is today. Well, so it it's also I'm hoping to get shirts printed, so yeah. it's a good slogan. So, like, when I say hockey is dumb, it, there, there's quite a few things that could fall into this category. The main one is, like, hockey, probably more than any of our sports is the main sport where you can be like outplayed in the game, hmm. but still end up winning, right? In basketball, like basketball yeah. rarely you like you yeah. you've got to just hit every ridiculous three, but you like cannot win if you get outplayed. Football, it can kind of happen if you have some turnovers or some weird like you know special teams luck or something like that. Eh, baseball, sure, it kind of can, but not as much. But hockey, well, anything with a goalie, right? Hockey's the one sport where you can dominate your opponent. Mm and still lose the game on a semi-regular basis. That's happened to the Golden Knights quite a bit in their history. There have been lots of times where it's like, yeah, they outshot their opponent by 20 and lost the game by one or something like that. So that's one area where hockey is dumb. The other area is like what we saw last night where Shea Theodore scores a goal where he's just throwing a wrist shot on net. It goes off a Bruins back and into the net. <laughs> that one, eh, that happens in hockey. That's a legitimate like, yeah, we're just going to throw things on yep. net. But the dumber one was Jonathan Marcheseau's power play goal where he makes a bad pass. Like, it was no, a no, bad no. pass. No, it wasn't a bad pass. It was a, How was it a good pass? Because it went in the net? No, it was a pass for William Carlson, who was right there. And it was a bad pass because it got broken up by a defender. Well, the defender intercepted it, and then another right. defender touched it, and so then it's it went a bad in the pass. net. Okay. Good play by the defender. Good idea mm -hmm. to try to pass it to William Carlson, who would have had a much better chance of scoring. Bad pass. Here's another, here's another unique thing about hockey. Not I won't use your phrase, but I'll use... Please don't Lane uh, Kiffin the, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the microphone. Two, two of the goals last night that Vegas scored didn't hit the back of the net. Do you know how hard that, that is, is yeah. to score a goal Wait, in what hockey? Was, what was the other one besides Marsh? Uh, the Pacioretty second goal that just slipped That's through. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Slipped through. The, it's a, <laughs> virtually impossible 
to score a goal in hockey and not hit either the mesh or the bottom uh, of the net. Yeah. Amazing. And they did it twice last so you night. Can, you can say it. Hockey is dumb. No, it's it's unique. It's it, right. well, it's the intrigue. It's okay. But, hey, I'll, I'll go I'll go uh on on your angle here. The first goal, the one that Shea Theodore took the clapper and it hit Derek Forbert in the in the sweater. Slapper. And uh yeah, slap shot. <laughs> uh, and ends up in the net. It's going two feet high. Yeah. Uh, of the crossbar. Nobody in the rink knew it went in. No, yeah, no. Do you see the reaction? Yeah. Like Mark Stone was Two and a half seconds later, before he put his hands up, nobody reacted to it. As Shea Theodore wasn't sure it was in, uh, Pacioretty was facing the other way. Nobody on the ice knew it went in. Now, I do want to make something clear here. When I say hockey is dumb, that has a negative connotation, right? Like it, it, Slightly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I don't mean it in a negative connotation, though. Like, I get that it comes off that way. When not hockey's weird? Because dumb is just a Weird more things fun in word hockey. to say. It's a more fun word to say. Hockey is dumb. Because here's, okay, here's the thing with sports in America. We are not like a European country that has like one sport that they care about or maybe a sport and a half they care about. We have a lot of sports that we care about in this country, and it's great. And it's perfectly fine to have different types of sports. Like, I love basketball because it's a free-flowing sport, and when you analyze it, the better team wins, right? It's pretty easy to But you to only say. have to watch the last two minutes. No, the last two minutes are the worst to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, I know because they take forever, but but you only really have to watch the last two minutes. Mm, but because the game's decided. Here's the thing about hockey: Can you imagine clapping every time somebody makes a, a basket? Yeah, like going to a to a basketball game. Yeah, you clap all oh the time. Oh my goodness, it just wear you out. Yeah. Well, I I went to Game Six How of the World Series. How hard are you clapping? Right. I went to Game Six of the World Series. I clapped when there was a strike thrown. Hmm. Yeah. Get excited, Derek. Let's go. Little moments. I'm a are fist pumper. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big clapper. But here's the thing: when I say hockey is dumb, it's a good thing because if all of our sports were like basketball, where obviously the best team wins, a lot of our sports would be boring. Hockey is a fun sport because it's dumb. The unpredictability. Yes. Okay. The, and the other part of hockey. Can we put that note on the bottom? The asterisk. Little on asterisk, your T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That it's dumb is good or something. Dumb is good. Yeah. yeah. Because the like soccer's in a similar Hockey's category. Hockey's dumb and great. Yeah. Anything with a goalie well, allows you to be outplayed and win. Well, no, no. Uh, soccer's kind of similar to that. But the other part about hockey and soccer similar to this that I like is because they're low-scoring sports, you have a lot more close games, right? In basketball, the percentage of games that actually come down to the last minute, very small, right? There's a lot of games that are decided with five minutes to go in the game. In hockey, because you can dominate a team and... You're tied one-to-one with five minutes to go. There's so many hockey games that are fun at the end because it's a low-scoring game. Soccer's the same way. And Is so, this your way of apologizing to me for calling hockey dumb? You didn't call hockey dumb. No, you're apologizing to me. You're trying to... No, like, no, no. No, he doesn't apologize. No, I'm doesn't. just explaining to you when I Sam say sorry, hockey Darren. is dumb. No, no, I'm not. Because hockey is very dumb. It's a dumb sport. There's no doubt about it. And it's funny that... People I mean, spend a lot of time trying to build the best hockey teams, and all of a sudden, oh, Thatcher Demko's really good this week, and yeah, you might lose. Even going to a more base level of hockey is dumb. It's literally, okay, we're going to take a bunch of people and put them on the least like, like, like the most frictionless surface yes. we possibly can. <laughs> but in order to make them be able to move, we'll put them on knives. We'll yes. give them sticks, and every once in a while, a fight will break out, and everyone is fine with that. Yeah, you, I'm glad you mentioned the knives, or else you'd be talking about curling. 
<laughs> With now, and, and some booze thrown in there. My favorite dumb thing about hockey this month, though, you were the emergency backup goalie for a practice. Yeah, I was a practice goalie. And would you like to know, the Golden Knights had a four-game homestand? Four-game homestand? Four-game homestand, yes. They lost one game on that homestand? Yes. The day you were the practice goalie? Yes. Do you think I distracted the players? I don't know. Have you gotten an invitation to be the practice goalie again? Well, no, because we didn't uh, <laughs> practice again. Here's my thing with being the, the practice goalie. I thought I would inspire them with all kinds of confidence. Did not work. No, what happened was they found it so easy to score when they went out and played that night, they couldn't believe. They made Carter Hart look like he was great. <laughs> this, guy, this guy is unbelievable. <laughs> so I, I I think I made it too easy for them uh, to go out there. So you're not going to be the practice goalie again? I will, be the, uh, I will be the practice goalie whenever they ask me to go out there and be the practice goalie again. It's it's an awesome thrill it's incredibly unique, and to be in their environment is one of the coolest things I will ever do in my life, to be on the ice on a game day with a National Hockey League team. Does he get, like, OT for that, or do they, like, just, like, palm him some cash? <laughs> do like, did you get any, like, extra money for no, that? No, no. I just, uh, I, I... Oh, wow, dude. All right, I'll let skate, me negotiate your contract next I've time. I've skated with guys forever, <laughs> uh, but never on a game day. Like, before camp... Uh, after the season, summer skates, during lockouts, I've done it, all kinds of things uh, with National Hockey League players. I've never done what I did the other day, is during the season in a morning skate, uh, as they're getting ready to play a uh, game that night, uh, be on the ice with the players. What's your equipment situation? Do I, you have, I have good equipment. You have your own yeah. equipment that you keep yeah. around? Just I, I play. Still, I, like you play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I play. How do you think? Yeah, it, I play. I, oh, that's right. That's right. We got Pete DeBoer stories. I, I, right. I play. Yeah, okay. I love it. It's it. I'm of my age. I cannot play enough. I call it uh, uh, like FaceTime with uh, the Friday night guys, just getting out and, and having some fun. Most guys like it because they get around the the room and stuff. I actually like love going out and, and playing, and it's. I, I'm a legitimate fan of our sport. Legitimate fan of yeah. a dumb sport. I'm, it's it's it. <laughs> uh, that's not nice. Take that back. Uh, Take that is, back. Dumb is good. Uh, but uh, I will say this: uh, yesterday, the, the the other day when I was the practice goalie, it was humbling because I hadn't skated in a while, and uh, I probably did wasn't at my best. Uh, I did fall once. Uh, most of the media was was gone, but Robin Leonard came up and said that he saw. I caught I caught an edge, and 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 uh, and fell down. Wait, that that so happens every now and then. Is there is there anybody else in this pecking order? Of oh, there, who would be the practice goal? Yeah, there's e-bugs. Uh, the each National Hockey League team has three, right. three to four e-bugs. Where, where was that Emergency guy? backup where, goaltenders. Where were these people? Uh, and it just happened that uh, that the three e-bugs couldn't make practice that day, and the Golden Knights two goaltenders don't like to skate in the morning if they're playing that night. Yeah. So uh, they needed somebody to. So stand you're like fourth the on end. the depth chart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fourth. But I'm not an actual e bug because I've during the game I have my television duties. Oh my god! Do you know how now, great it would be if you had to leave TV and go down? And all this happened once in the International Hockey League where the Las Vegas Wranglers or Las Vegas Thunder played. I was almost the e bug, <sighs> or I was the e bug for the Las Vegas Thunder. Chris McSorley was the coach. Uh, Gretzky's brother was was on the team. And Darren Drager 
stopped it. I practiced with them, did everything, and then. Uh, but I worked at the rival TV station of the uh, the TV station that was broadcasting the games, and they stopped me. They stopped. But I, but I was ready to be. I was going to be that e-bug. Paris okay. Duffus was the goalie for the Las Vegas Thunder. All I want now is for there to be a situation where. D- d- <laughs> Darren has to like take the take out his ear. That'll be awesome. It would be, and it's just like follow me with the camera. I gotta go put on equipment. Hey, I would love it. It'd of be course cool, you would, but it would be, be it, would, it would be a little stressful because I'm not like I'm not a professional. Yeah, no so it would expectations. Be, it would be well the 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 e-bugs that have played. Scott yeah, Foster, Carolina got the win with uh, uh, yeah David Ayers. Yeah, with David Ayers. Th- so those guys went in and actually had good performances. Time's running out on the e-bug having going in and playing great. Time's running out. <laughs> like we're gonna have one of those e-bugs go in and just get roasted. By the way, and that's the norm. Another example of hockey is dumb. The most important position in the sport is always like two injuries away from pulling a guy out of the stands <laughs> to come play. Well, it used to be uh, Nashville, I believe, was the last team in 2006 in and around there. That actually had a player dress as the backup. Oh, that's smart. Uh, Jason Allison, I think, was the, was the player backing up Brian Finley. But that's the last time. But the e bug has actually saved uh, at least that part of it, where you go around the room and go, uh, like, think about the the Golden Knights right now. Who are you putting in net if you have to put a skater in goal? Uh, why do I feel like Nick Waugh would be good at it? Oh, that's good. So you know, know what Nick Waugh did the other day when I was out on the ice? I was out. Nick, Nick Waugh came out. We were just the two of us on the ice for the first while. He tried to convince me to take Robin Leonard's end uh, <laughs> of the rink and saying that he, he doesn't mind it. Go, go to the other end. You, just take take Lenny's net. Take Lenny's net. Are you crazy? He should have. I'm not doing that. He's hurt, but we know Alec Martinez does not fear getting hit with a puck. See, I see Alec Martinez as a guy that would goof around at the end of practice. And play goal. I've seen Jack Dugan uh, play net at the end of a skate. He plays for the Henderson Silver Knights. Yeah. Uh, he loves getting in there and, and taking some shots. But I don't know who on maybe Nick Waugh, Mark Stone, but I don't want to sacrifice his, his offense. <laughs> I just want to go with Marchie just because we would definitely get a goalie fight. <laughs> little undersized. Little undersized. Uh, Jonathan Marchie. So. No, I, uh, I, I don't... Uh, I'm not saying he'd be good at it. I'm saying that definitely he's fighting somebody. I think Riley Smith might be sneaky good as a goaltender. He feels like the guy that's kind of good at everything you ask him to do. Yeah. Zach Whitecloud. Anything he does, he's great. He's he's a scratch golfer. He's an amazing uh, National Hockey League defenseman. He's got a career high in goals. I think think he might be okay, too. Coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. Woo! Guys, guys, did you know that I actually have a civil case against that that stole my husband? Don't sue a stripper. Why not? She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Not surprisingly, Ed Graney is not here, guys, but in his place, we have Darren Millard. What? Yes. yes. Hey, listen to the excitement. I know. Sam and Jared, Ash and I, we're buddies. You think you're buddies yeah. with everybody? Uh, I, well, yeah. That, but this was like truthful. 
Sam and Ash and I, we are really good buddies. We are. Oh, my gosh. Jared said that there was a surprise guest, and so we were excited and nervous, but now it's definitely <laughs> excited. Hey, Darren. Hey, Ash. Congratulations on uh, on your Formula One championship. Oh, thank you. I did a lot of work. Yes. But I, I, I feel like I owe you that, even though I, I do believe in the protest. I agree. You know what? I, I said, as a fan, just watching it, they made it very interesting until the last second, but I don't necessarily think it was the right or fair move for the teams and the drivers. So Can can one of you give me a quick breakdown on what happened? Because I just woke up, what was it, Sunday this weekend, and was like, what the hell is going on on Twitter, and why are people mad at Formula One? Oh, okay. So basically, Lewis Hamilton the race max verstappen is tied for the world championship but he is five cars behind lewis because there's four lapped vehicles between him and so it looks like lewis hamilton for mercedes is going to go into a victory and win it all in this race and the world championship but then another car at the back ends up in a wall and so they have to bring out a safety car and so it turns into this drama of are they going to finish under a safety car or are they going to give them more time to race? And so they ended up letting them race. Max Verstappen was able to get new tires on his car and the race director made a willy nilly decision that would allow the four cars in between them to get unlapped. And so it basically just put the guy in second yeah. with new tires right behind him and teed him up for a victory. And so it was a little loosey goosey, but viewing i loved it oh it was great but but you bury the lead like the the, the unlapping the cars was was the one thing you, yeah and and i want to know as a legal expert uh <laughs> would you suggest that uh that we sue uh, we, <laughs> we sue. <laughs> As the fans know, what what are our damages? We had a great time. Yeah, no. I, told, I told you, uh, Ash and I are buddies. Sam's might be a, a, a little bit on the uh, outside of the Formula One side, but we're all buddies. Okay. Well, I my experience with Formula One is limited to just driving with Ashley in the car <laughs> uh, we, as a passenger. The and three I get, of us are going to Monaco next year. Uh, perfect, I and yep. I will wear a helmet as uh, <laughs> Ashley goes down those, you know, those Grace Kelly winding roads. Uh, yeah. yeah, going through that tunnel with Ash at the wheel. Uh, oh. that, I, I'm covering. My Can you eyes. imagine her with one of those scarves? <laughs> no. You know, like oh, little yes. Hermes Hermes scarves. Yes, you know, in the wind, yes, yes. the big glasses, glasses, <laughs> and Rocky sitting shotgun. Yes. Rocky's got like a little leather helmet. Is Ash a scarier driver than Ed? I'm not no, scary. No, no, she's no. not scary. No, she's, she's just fast. Just fast. I mean, that can translate to scary, but I guess not no. as bad as that. She's competent. Competent and fast. Unlike... Ed's old and slow <laughs> and dangerous. <laughs> oh, Ed. Ed is Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Hey, hey, hey. He's not here. Let's... Let's not kick around That's the, uh... his words. <laughs> yeah, I think Ed would agree. I think Ed would agree. Uh, <laughs> this will show him to ditch us. Right? All right, so we had a story in the Washington Post about Dan Snyder and the Washington football team because somehow Dan Snyder and the Washington football team are always in the news for being investigated. Um, this particular story centers around a former employee who was paid $1.6 million in a settlement after she had accused Snyder of sexual misconduct. This happened back uh, before 2010. This is a, an old case that had been settled. But the NFL, uh, after a bunch of other sexual misconduct allegations, hired a third-party investigator to look into the Washington football team. And when they did that, 
Dan Snyder's lawyers tried to prevent the investigator from talking to this former employee. And one of the details from that story even went as far as this. Private investigators working on Snyder's behalf showed up uninvited at the homes of several former employees or contacted their friends and relatives, acts many of them viewed as intimidation aimed at discouraging former employees from participating in the NFL's investigation. So what's it is it against the law to try to intimidate people to not talk to an investigator in this situation the only reason we're talking about it here in this context is because of dan snyder and it and it's an nfl team that's in the news this type of stuff happens all the time in in run-of-the-mill injury cases right here in las vegas uh, people, you know, get, you know, get in an accident. They're the victims. They think they, they know they've done everything right. They want to cooperate with the insurance company and the insurance company sends people around asking questions, trying to, get, you know, wiggle stories, change things. And, and frankly, you know, in a show of force that ends up leaving a lot of people intimidated. And it's why people hire us uh, to help them. So, you know, so I'm not, uh, so the, the short answer is unless they're trespassing unless they're breaking any um any kind of uh, i guess other law uh they're the in the sole act of investigating this and asking questions is not illegal and it's absolutely done uh and it and it's you know and 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 here now we're talking about it because it's you know it's a big big story so the one thing i when i read this my big question was there had to have been a confidentiality agreement in that early settlement between the the accuser and Snyder and the team. And so that could have been one of the reasons they were approaching this accuser. They wanted to make sure that she was not going to speak because she had signed and agreed to confidentiality. And ex in exchange, she received a large sum of money. So that might have been one of the reasons. But Sam is absolutely right. This type of stuff happens day in and day out. And the only reason we're talking about it is because it's Dan Snyder. At what point, and this is just my curiosity with the fact that Dan Snyder can't seem to stay out of the news, <laughs> do you tell a client, dude, shut up. Like, just go away for a while and let us handle this. Because it yeah. seems like he does, he actively instigates a lot of his own issues. Way, you're saying that you know, all clients listen to their yeah. lawyers. Is that okay. what you're trying to tell me? Well, and that's, that's, <laughs> and Sam has a great point because this lawyer, the only way he gets paid is if Dan Snyder likes him and agrees to pay his bill. And so a lot of this is Dan Snyder telling lawyers, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. And the lawyer wants to get paid and wants to remain on Dan Snyder's payroll. And so they're like, as long as it's legal, okay. Uh, I've heard the stories about insurance companies following uh, people around, taking pictures, mm -hmm. uh, trying to prove uh, that you're not as injured as as you were. Intimidation. They they make sure that they're seen. And uh, how, so, how how do you guys uh, handle that uh, from from your end, uh, looking after your client? Well, first of all, you you, you have to you have to let a client know that it's going to happen. It, and it and also one thing that we tr we try to do is, you know, we we try to get in and and get the case done before it gets to that point. So so one thing that the that's you know usually that kind of stuff does not happen until litigation and I always say there's certain cases that do end up going to court and going to trial but the objective our objective in every single case and we are you know 95% successful 
in this regard is to is to get the client the best possible resolution before it gets to that point. So you don't even have to go down that uh, down that road. Um, and, and that, you know, and, and so it does happen. But I, I tell you, there's nothing worse than suddenly having one of those sketchy vans parked in front of your yeah. house. And they'll do that. You know, don't think it's, it's not because you hire a lawyer. It's because actually you'll it's a lot of times people who don't hire a lawyer try to do it on the on their own and, and the insurance company will bust those tactics out sooner in order to intimidate people to settle for really pennies on the dollar yeah uh, and i'm working on a case right now where we're actually suing the insurance company for bad faith and so we were entitled to their entire claims file and that's fascinating now i'm going in and seeing that before the client even retained us they had run uh, personal searches and investigative searches on their background wow. about like 18 different times trying to prove that they were a criminal or a fraudster and it's just terrible what happens you guys i don't know whether this is appropriate or not but i'll uh, i'll fire it out go for it uh you guys ever get leaned on leaned on what do you like like <laughs> like somebody in, like trying oh. to intimidate you or anything like that well, well sometimes... Rocky, when, he, when, when I'm eating, Rocky's <laughs> leaning on me all the time. Uh, it, I, for, I Honestly, I imagined a guy named Rocky, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. You, you know what? I had, a, I had a mediation last week with a big casino here in town. Uh, we had a client legitimately injured, and they are fighting on this. And the, the guy that they brought, the defense attorney that they brought to the to the mediation he he looked like a like a mafioso it was pretty impressive <laughs> um we're gonna win on the case um but it's just it's you know the, the, what's fascinating to me is that for a long time in this town a lot of a lot of defense lawyers have been used to dealing with the same usual suspects and we know who their names are they've yeah. just been around a long time and suddenly you know here we are ashley and i moved here a few years ago open up our firm we live here we love vegas but we're you know we're not from here it's actually an advantage because they don't know how to come at us and they don't have all these you know they, they, they we don't we don't care about a lot of and they do like to intimidate us and throw stuff around and i go we don't care who you are we, we're here to get justice for our client we're gonna get it and um and they don't know quite how to how to how to approach us and it's it's translating into great results for our clients so it's kind of fun well it's salmonashlaw.com 702-820-1234 uh, it's more fun talking to Darren than Ed, isn't it? We can't say you that. You can I say it. You can <laughs> I wish to assert you. my Fifth Amendment privilege. But, but morning Darren's great. We can do this more often. <laughs> I, I'm win. I, 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 I'm, this, is a, this is a big win for it me. It is. It is. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you, great. guys. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. So salmonashlaw.com, 702-820-1234. Listen, I Ed, legitimately like talking to them. Yeah. That It's so I, much fun, and I, and I learn everything about how to go about it and i saw an accident the other day and i wanted to stop and and oh boy oh and God. say give sam an ash call oh boy. i did I, I like i like i like the idea of you pulling over an accident and being like all right so what's wrong i'm gonna call sam and ash and ask him what they think about it and just <laughs> them looking around saying who the hell is this <laughs> guy <laughs> just showing up oh no it'd be even better is that darren millard <laughs> aren't you on tv <laughs> sometimes sometimes i'm a goalie Sometimes you're a goalie and the team ends up losing. So they probably shouldn't do that anymore. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Is Darren Millard going to buy a chicken? Bischoff's briefs. How was the game? Not very good. Have you ever seen a good hockey game? No. 
Me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's brief. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. Bischoff's briefs. What's going in hockey? It seems to come out of nowhere. The play-by-play guy is always shocked. Lepetier passes to Huck and Chuck, who skates past the blue line. Huck and Chuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's briefs. Darren Millard is in studio. Darren Millard, you're a fan of my fake chickens and fake horses? I am. I, well, Ed and I are going into partnership with you the chickens. You keep saying that, but you have yet to do well, it. I, I've got my account up, All right. my Venmo account. Before, I just don't know what to do after that. Before, I don't know why you got Venmo up. Before we get <laughs> to you maybe buying a chicken, I do need to give an update on our horses. The okay. biggest horse race in our stables history happened this morning. So we have a horse. Is that why you were late? Uh, partially, actually, yes. Oh I, my God! I sat. So now the, we get to the bottom. I of sat the... in the Chick Fil A parking lot before ordering to watch our horse race. So, our, our at fake... least when I'm late, you know it's because I was drinking. <laughs> our fake NFT horses. I wasn't late. I was here on time. Our fake NFT horses. Um, we're down. We have nine left. We've sold a bunch of our horses. We have nine left, right? So the game, Zed, they did, they've been doing tournaments recently, right? And they created a new tournament, and this was called the A-Shape Stakes. Okay. And that the is... stakes race. This was a race or a tournament set up to help bad horses. So what happened was they put in a points... The relegation? Uh, well, they put in a point system. And if you finished in sixth or seventh place, you got 24 points for tournament qualifying. And it would slowly work its way down the closer you got to either first or last. First or last, you got zero points. So the idea was horses that finish sixth or seventh the most are going to qualify for this tournament. Okay, I don't need to know how to make the watch. I just need to know the time. Okay. But that's important to know here because of the end result. So we have a horse that's not very good. We raced it a bunch. It qualified yeah. for this tournament by finishing sixth and seventh a lot. By being terrible. But once you get to the tournament... The top three horses in each race advance. So you want to qualify by finishing seventh, but once you get in the tournament, you want to finish in the top three. So this morning at 6.35 a.m., our horse raced in a tournament. Our horse got a flame. Three horses get a flame before each race. Those are the three best horses in the race, presumably. Our horse finished in seventh. So... You were crying in the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Devastated in the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Because seventh is what you had to do to get in the tournament, and it's what we did in the tournament instead of actually finishing in the top. So what happens to this horse now? She's just out of the tournament. We don't, like, put her down. And you don't get any money for this? No. I mean, no. We would have won a bunch of money had she finished in the top three of this race. How much would you have won if you wouldn't have finished in the top three? Uh, the winner got of this fake horse, horse the, race. This race, the winner got three fifty. Second was like two hundred and third was like a hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. And if we had won, the prize pool would have doubled. How much for the was next it to race. enter this horse race? Oh, well, zero for the actual tournament. We had to pay. We paid the qualifying races because mm-hmm. you can you can choose not to qualify. So why do I want to buy a chicken? Okay, so the, I just wanted to give everybody the story on our horse, biggest horse race in our stable history, and we failed. You guys aren't a very good operation. I'm going to just say that right out. We have made a lot of money off of this, so I would disagree. Have we had a lot of racing success? No. <laughs> but have we You're made a good money? breeder of bad horses. Yeah, absolutely. That is a correct statement. Now, 
the chickens. Do you want to buy a chicken? Yes, okay. I have my Venmo. Venmo up. is not going to help you very much right now. I was told that I had to use my Venmo to buy the crypto to buy the chicken. I mean, I guess technically you can use your Venmo to buy the crypto to buy the chickens. Yes. Well, I need to use the Venmo because my family doesn't know I have the money in the Venmo. <laughs> so that's why I need to use the Venmo. Is this where you hide your money in yes. Venmo? Yes. This is where I hide my money. <laughs> so that's why Ed and I, Ed and I, Ed and I are on the same page on this. We're both squirreling away money in Venmo. You're going to have to create a digital wallet. Oh, God. Okay. Remember the password, whatever you do. Is right. that is that on my bank card? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and then I want to buy a chicken. You're going to have to create a digital wallet. But I want to buy two chickens. You want to so buy I two can... chickens. Okay. You're going to have to create a digital wallet, and okay. then you're going to have to buy cryptocurrency within that digital wallet, and then you're going to have to link it to the website where the chicken. How are. much of this can you do for me? Um, without stealing my details. I, mean, I, I guess I could do all of it. Because we already we, we, we got scammed the other day on a Christmas gift for, for our daughter oh. from a fake website. Um, hold on. Pause. Mm -hmm. What happened? Uh, we, we bought a Christmas gift for our daughter, but the website was fake. Are you, can you tell us what the web like? Did we buy it off Instagram or like? It was a Black Friday sale, uh -huh. and uh, we did the uh, search, and we found this great deal for this craft set, and um, yeah, that uh, then we didn't get a notice that it had been shipped or anything, and we kept checking, and there was no notice, and then we discovered uh, by a little research that do not buy from this website. It's a scam. Was it like Amazon.com? No, it was. It was an Amazon, but it was. It looked super legit. They did a good job. Wow. Because I don't get scammed every day. Maybe a couple of times a year. <laughs> Maybe a couple of times a year. So I've already been scammed once wow. this holiday season. Wow. So, so we're, we're going through the process of, of trying to get that money I will, back. I won't take your money from that. What Promise. Was, what was the website? Uh, I can't remember what it was exactly. Cause, and I don't want to throw out the the company's name. Because I, I don't want to get it would be so bad. it was a website. Somebody created a website that looked like a yes. legitimate company's yes. website. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It All just right. had that one little mistake. It, I can say this the deal that we got from the fake company was way better than the deal we got from the actual company <laughs> when we had to order the, the product to try and get it for Christmas. <laughs> All right. If you were to buy a chicken right now, the cheapest chicken for sale. Is $119. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, the second one is about $125. Those okay, are the two cheapest chickens. Are they, are they okay? Are they good chickens? I haven't actually looked on them to see what's happened here. I mean, they are the lowest chicken you can get. They're the worst heritage. There's four heritages. These are the, the worst of the four. Yeah, but you have good horses, and they suck. No, we do not. I mean... No. You got a flame thing in Majigger. Right, right, right. We did get a flame. It was, it was a very fun time until... They, the horse came in seventh. No, no. Like, all right. In the horses, right, Nakamoto is the best bloodline. We have a couple of Nakamotos, but Z1 is, like, the best horse you can have. Our best is a Z5. Okay. And that horse isn't even that good. Our best horse is actually a Z7, the one that's made us the most money. Do I have to claim any of this money on my taxes? As long as you don't take it out and put it in your bank account. Oh, so if you just leave it in there. If you just leave it as cryptocurrency, no. Now, that apparently might be changing at some point in the future, but... Can you give me a heads up be. on that before Sure, I get arrested? Yeah. You're not going to get arrested. Come on. Uh, it's a $118 chicken. Good point. <laughs> 
And it's not even real. <laughs> but this chicken is, it's a dorking, which is the worst. And Love it's a, it. It's a 91 out of 100. Is it cute? Um, do you think chickens are cute? It's I can, the, the I can show chicken, you the so. chicken. I can't show the listeners the chicken. There's the chicken. Oh, it's, a, it's beautiful. It's a white chicken. Yeah. yeah. It's very. It's a pretty standard looking chicken, actually. And I'm going to race this chicken. Right, so beta testing. I should actually check this morning to see if there's any updates. Because last on it. week uh, or the last time we chatted, the races were running and lane one was winning. Yes, and lane eight was finishing eighth. Yes, that and was, they correct. they went in that order. Right, have they fixed that? They have fixed that. Yes, they have. Um, but we have not had races in five days or so. They are like there's no races. They, well, okay, we're in beta the, testing. Has the racetrack was it booked? For a, for a wedding or something? <laughs> We're in beta testing. Mm-hmm. So, like, none of these races technically count. This is literally the people created the chicken game, and this is them testing it out to see, okay, did everything we put into this work? Mm-hmm. And they've had issues, like... Like one through eight. <laughs> race horses yeah. or chickens winning just because they're in lane one. There was another bug that was fun where a chicken won a race and then... Suddenly was walking backwards across the finish line and then went back across the finish line. Did it win twice? No, it came in last. No. (laughs) And and they actually counted that? Well, they've discarded the results, yes. But this is the whole point. They're doing beta testing to see, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what do we need to fix? And it cost us nothing. We don't pay to enter these races, but there is a payout. Like, if you win, you get, like, 20 bucks right now or something like that. But... This is it's literally them just testing and then once they get out once they get to a point where they think everything's running smoothly, it'll open up. Who's and be, in better shape or who's in worse shape right now? The chicken race testing or the Cleveland Browns? Cleveland Browns. Hmm. Yeah. They don't so, have their quarterback or their head coach. Ah, the honestly, the coach. Really? Who's gonna tell the backup quarterback what to do? Let's let's be serious. What? They get to talk into the headset until there's like what twelve seconds on the. Play Do the clock. coaches talk into the headset? Yes. Or like the head coach does? Yes. I thought it was the coordinator that did. Well, that. I mean, it could be either one, but yeah, hmm. Kevin Stefanski can talk right into Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum's headset. Do you until... imagine if you got that frequency? Yeah, it'd be great. Be you're in the stand. Yeah, there what? was a there was a mic'd up of Sean McVay who was uh, trying to talk to Matthew Stafford and was like, "You got me, buddy." No, everybody just ignores me now. So. Yeah. It would be fun. Be <laughs> but the quarterback can't talk back. No. I mean, they can look at him and be like, what? But yeah. no, they can't actually talk. They don't have a microphone built into their helmets. Not yet. Anyways. All right. Here we go. All right. It's the Press Box Holiday Hookup. Caller 11 is going to win four tickets to Disney on Ice Plus. Be in to win a 55-inch 4K smart TV. The Press Box Holiday Hookup on Ice. Disney on Ice tickets coming to Thomas & Mack January 6th through the 9th. Plus a shot at winning a 55-inch 4K Smart TV. Caller number 11 at 702-364-1100. That's 702-364-1100. I was thinking about it after the game the other night, uh, the beauty uh, in in the game and why I feel romantic about it from time to time is the redeeming uh, qualities uh, that a team uh, can have, the redeeming nature of bringing guys back into the fold who weren't really wanted by other teams and making them feel like they have a real home. You're locked in the press box. How do you feel about tuning in or filling in today, Darren? Tuning in. That, tuning in. That last sound bite sounds like what you're going to do with Ed. Like you're going to bring him back into the fold. I guess. He's just going to show up. On the outside for a week. He's just going to show up. 
You know how I rolled in here at 6.53? Mm-hmm. What time does Ed get here? Yeah, 6.35. Do you guys run into each other at 6.55? No, he's, scrambling he's, to he's get usually to the here microphone. before me. He's mm-hmm. usually here before me. Yeah. Hey, we nicknamed the uh, the top line for the Golden Knights right. the money line last night. Mm. Vegas. Money line. Like the money line. Not, yeah, I get, and, and I get their it. money. Yeah. They oh, come man, up big. You had such the opportunity to say you didn't get it and try to let him try to explain <laughs> what a money line is. Because I, I at first thought they were just money, but I didn't think the Vegas side of it. Now, money line, like I'm all in on this. The good MCM I, Grand was really good. So I think they should be MCM Grand. Mm hmm. And Jack Eichel, Evgeny Dodonov, and whoever else is on the third line should yeah, be the Mark. money line. Yeah. Oh. I mean, listen, here's the thing. You're out here soliciting nicknames for Max Pacioretty, Chandler Stevenson, and Mark Stone, and you want to break them up as soon as Jack Eichel's ready to skate. I know. That's, uh, the, the, well, I'm willing to let Eichel start down the lineup. But <laughs> I'm once willing we get to in, let him. Be, once we get into the, the crux of it. The crux. Your number one center. Needs to get a good he, look with your top players. He, he, he gets into a lot of cruxes. I, think, it, I, I think crux is your crutch. Crux? Do I say crux a lot? You say it more than I think we've ever heard it. Have you ever heard crux? Not a whole no. hell of a lot. <laughs> no. So it's all relative. What is a crux? A crux is a dilemma. Actually, it's not. I thought I, I for some reason thought it was like the little space the detail. B- between like where two boards line like up. Like into it's the, the meat corner. of it. The crux is the meat. Like into the fine details of it. Yeah. I don't even know how to spell crux. C R U X. I thought there was an actual object that was a crux. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I not. think it's a term. According to Marion Webster, no, there's not. It's a puzzling or difficult. What's Marion doing these days? Married Webster. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any idea. <laughs> what do you guys do now? Like, what, what what do we do after the show? Is there a big lunch or anything no, like that? Absolutely not. Tyler leaves almost immediately. Yeah, because I, I've I've got the show at four. Right. So what am I going to do between now and then? I don't know. I normally nap. Oh, nap is normally a. a, a I'm going to record a podcast, a chirp interview, but I need to know where I do that because I'm like I'm not going to leave now. I've You're got a not? show. Well, I have a, I have, I have a show in seven hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, it's six hours, not thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, go to Taco Bell. Who knows what can happen if I leave this studio? I may, I may get caught in a lineup at a, a fast food place and not be able to get here on time. I got here for four on o'clock, time. like you. I got here right on time. What are you talking about? He, the thing you told me last night was, you asked what time I'd be in, and I said, depends on how long the McDonald's drive-through yes. is. I didn't know you were. Serious about that. Well, I that. went to Chick Fil A instead, but yeah, yeah, he drove past the McDonald's because he's like, all right, that, that's too long. Yeah. What about my chicken? What about it? Let's do this. All right, I gotta help Ed you buy and a I. chicken. Well, okay. Can we do that right now? I like have after a feeling, the show. Here's the thing: if you buy the chicken without Ed here, yeah, Ed is not going to be a part of this chicken. No, Ed. Ed and I have talked about it. I'm aware you've talked about it. If you buy a chicken right now without Ed. Why? You think he'll back out? Yes. Why? Yes, because you spent $200 on two chickens. $300 on two chickens. And Ed, Ed's... Ed's not in control of his own money. <laughs> they chi- Ed's not, Ed's he doesn't never have been in a control of his own money. I know. He does, you gotta, you, first off, you got to get him on the secret Venmo first. Yes. And then he'll help you out with buying the chickens. Secret Venmo is the greatest thing going. <laughs> like, nobody has a clue that I've got this ten grand there.